0: blog talk radio
1: in the councils of government we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence whether sought or unsought by the military
2: industrial complex.
3: in dallas texas three shots were fired at president kennedy's motorcade in downtown dallas the first reports say that President Kennedy has been seriously wounded by this shooting.
4: It is a big
5: idea. A new world order. It was almost as if it were a planned implosion. It just pancakes. Either you were with us, or you were with the terrorists.
3: I believe a lot of gun owners would agree that AK-47s belong in the hands of soldiers,
6: not in the hands of criminals.
4: There, Um, I got to play this here tonight. I think it's a good fitting here to to start the show off because, you know, I'm sure there's going to be some heated discussion here tonight about what's going on over there in Palestine. But, you know, I I have to take the side of look. there, There is no such thing as Palestine. Okay, so for starters, there is no such thing. All right, so I don't know where anybody's getting this Palestine from or what all you know, this existence. Listen, in the history of the world, when you win a war, you fight a war, usually the winner of that war conquers the land, okay? And that's what happened. So, anyway, let's uh let's uh play play this here. Let's get this going here. Let's see if I can get this up and going. If I can't, then uh we'll just uh reset it. So, a lot of computer problems going on. I mean, it's just everything. Everything's screwing up. I don't know what's going on.
7: ...his hapless, naive European hosts. There are millions of others just like him ensconced in Ireland, the U.K., Spain, Portugal, France, Belgium, Sweden, Italy, Germany, and countless other European nations. The compromised, traitorous European politicians aren't listening. The people have had enough. Now do you understand why these politically green-lighted so-called refugees of fighting age have been arriving in Europe without women and children? They're ready to burn Europe if they don't get the easy life they wanted and told to expect, and if their host European society doesn't bend to their will, to sideline over 2,000 years of European high culture and remnant Christianity to make Europe more like home, which, ironically, they claim to have fled due to its insecurity violence and economic privations the invaders have been herded into ghettos as we've seen in france and elsewhere in europe the civil upheaval looks opportune and spontaneous which it's not it's being led by mischief makers that are not black or arab The menace leads from the shadows in the rear with money and influence peddling, which is the traditional currency of this tribe. The manipulator culprits are both unknown and unseen by the useful idiot invaders who are pushed and pulled with Hegelian precision to rape, riot, loot, and kill to serve the goal of destroying the white European civilization. But why now? And is this a spontaneous organic occurrence? or planned, orchestrated, and meticulously executed, and if so, by who, and for what benefit? That's what we're going to answer here as we draw together seemingly disparate events that bring us to what's happening today and where they're taking us, including who is the they. We name names. France has been packed full of invaders since the murder of Libya's Muammar Gaddafi by U.S.-backed rebel forces. Much of Europe has foolishly accepted the so-called refugees coming through an uncorked Libya, which previously held back a wretched African human river of economic refugees looking for a first world existence. Clueless, naive liberal Europeans have foolishly embraced their destroyers to show they're virtuous, humanitarian, and not racist. The
4: All right, here we go. I think we played enough of that there. So, uh, and, that's, and that's what's happening here in America. The same things happen. Our our borders are wide open. Right now we have Hezbollah right now from Venezuela, okay, because they train in Venezuela. We know Venezuela has ties with Hezbollah, okay, and we know how many Venezuelans have come over across the border, okay. They're just waiting. I mean, you've seen them marching in New York City, death to America, uh, you know, that's what they're shouting. Death to the Jews, death to America, right? That's what they're shouting. So uh, I know I've debated with quite a few people here on social media uh, recently, with the, with the with the with this subject of Israel, and uh, and you know I'm not a fan of the international bankers. Okay, everyone knows I'm not a fan of the international bankers, and 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 I don't and I know the money changers and the roots of the money changers, but by no means am I a fan of Hamas or what they're doing. And, and and quite frankly, the land does belong to the Jews over there. Simple as that. I'm a Bible believer. I believe in the uh, the Bible, and I believe in the history of the Bible. I mean, it's document archaeological evidence and the the historical doctrin- doctrinal and inspirational evidence that has that has been transpired from the Bible is true. It's accurate. of it's, uh, The greatest mathematicians in the world have tried to disprove the Bible, and they couldn't. So, as simple as that. Okay, so. There, it's it's just a fact. You can't erase fact with your opinions. Everyone with your I feel good opinions. Every you know I was on a podcast show the other night. Everyone's, everybody's entitled to their opinions. I think we got too many opinions out there today. There's not enough facts going around. There's not enough people spewing the facts and telling the truth. You know, everybody wants to feel good. You know, it's too bad. You know, and again, this is another thing the Bible talks about. Peace, 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 and all sudden destruction come upon them. So, you know, there's going to be no peace over there until God comes back, number one. There will be no peace in the Middle East. Simple as that. And right now it's shaping out right before your very eyes, the Bible, right before your very eyes, Gog is good and uh, is good, is good. the Red Army is shaping up to come down from the north and attack Israel. What does the Bible say in the book of Ezekiel when the Red Army attacks Israel? God will intervene and stop it, but the Antichrist will take credit for it. Okay, and everyone's going to believe this man. Who this man is going to stop this? This man is going to make peace happen, and everybody's going to go, "Oh, this person is going to be the most perfect, per, perfect." I mean, this 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 Antichrist is going to be the most perfect person in the world because he solved. The, the toughest problem that's been shaping uh, the political, the, the, uh, 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 the military, sta- uh, poli- uh, political standpoints and, and objectives over there in the Middle East since the beginning of time. And this guy's going to make peace happen. And we're going to have war, nuclear war probably. I mean there's talking about one million soldiers coming down from the north to attack Israel. And they're going to be wiped out. That's what it's saying. So for that to happen, you have to say there would have to be a nuclear strike for that to happen. And the bodies will lay in the streets for so many months because they can't be moved, it says. So what does that mean? Obviously, radiation contamination, right? You can't go into a certain area after a nuclear blast for so much time because it's infected with the radiation, right? I mean, this is what it says in the Bible. I'm, not, I'm just telling you what it says. That's what it says. So it must be true. I mean, right? I mean, or are you going to be out there arguing with me? Tell me it's not. You know. And then you got the Muslims out there wanting to tell me something different. You know. So, so uh, anybody here wants to comment here and wants to has their thoughts or opinions on this uh, Middle Eastern uh, conflict, then you know, all you got to do is press the number one and the phone number six five seven three eight three zero six one six. Press one on your phone, and I'll get you on. I don't know if. If my call screen is working properly or not, I don't know Um, I'll refresh it and see because vlog talk has been screwing up Uh, There goes my uh, chat room my chat room just shut shut down, but I'll reset that I See the call board. I've got a few callers on the line here, but nobody's putting their hands up. So that's fine Um, so uh, again, you know I just don't know what what, what, else, what else is there to say. I mean, I'm debating with people on social media. I've asked a few people to call in. Of course, they won't take the challenge uh, to to call in and, and debate me or have a discussion about things. They're, they're keyboard warriors. That's another problem we have in today's time, people that want to hide behind keyboards. Uh, let me take my first caller here. He's got his hand up. Go ahead. Hopefully we can hear you clearly tonight. There's not going to be any yelling back and forth. We're not going to tolerate it. Go ahead, 234. Two, three, four. Two, three, four. Good,
6: a- good
8: afternoon. I had to unmute myself there, sir.
4: All right. What's going on?
8: Well, I'm going to say this, and I, this, is, this goes for everybody listening and every American. And I, if this doesn't sink home and set in, then everything else is irrelevant because I am to the point – Where in my country, America, I am tired of hearing politicians. I am tired of hearing people in different religious groups. I am tired of hearing laws for this, send money for that. This is the United States of America. We have a foundation. We have beliefs. And we are a majority correct Of white Aryan people not saying that no one else is welcome not at all but my problem is we have way too many problems of our own extremely too many to worry about funding Israel funding Afghanistan funding anybody else except ourselves to fix our own problems now if you have a problem in your home and your roof caving in, do you send money next door to your neighbor's house for their future fund roof, uh, roofing fund? I don't think so. You fix what you have where you're at that's priority that's that's the only way you survive now, I think we should stop funding every other country we should put tariffs on everything that we sell, we should limit what comes and goes, we should build our homeland back up, build our borders back up, and start focusing on America, and if you don't like America, pack your shit and go home, go wherever you want to go, if you want to go to China, you want to go to Israel, and you can't say Israel and uh The Palestinians haven't had a problem from day one. Of course they have. The Middle East is a hotbed of religious wars. More people have died in the name of religion than all the wars combined that we've blown up, tore up, and destroyed. But the fact of the matter is you can't change a culture of people. These people have to understand there's good people and there's bad people in all races. And not understanding that and saying that, like, so many times people are misunderstood saying the Jews are the bad people. No, the Jews aren't bad. There's three sects of Jews, if you know anything, if you don't, do your research. Okay? Two of them were bad, two sects of them. But the thing is, if you don't denounce the people, the Americans that I think that are trash, that are garbage, absolutely I denounce them, and I don't have a place for them. I wouldn't piss on a fire to put them out, 100%. Now, when your religion or your, your culture decides that they have got a group of bad people and they don't follow through and say, hey, they're wrong, they're wrong. Absolutely, the attack on the Gaza and Palestinians and Israel and everything this time around has been bad. Let me explain something to a lot of people they don't understand. Israel wasn't a state until 1948, and I got 134 exact reasons why i don't back israel never will back israel because they're cowards they're thieves and they're murderers 134 men and women die on the uss liberty that's enough reason for me to say hey why are we funding you they've been caught spying on us twice known known they're no allied us what you have is a group of people that follow a, a sect of religion Judaism, Judeo, your, your Judeo-Christian following. You can't have Judaism and Christianity in the same sentence, people. It's impossible. You're talking about two different gods, Yeshua and Lucifer. It's that simple. Do your research. It's not, it's not very hard to understand. If you look into things and just don't believe what CNN or what you hear there or what you do there, there's a lot of people spending a lot of time. And I'm looking at seven different versions of the Bible right in front of me. In case anybody wants to call and wants to challenge any type of date information, I have the receipts. And I just want people to understand that not everybody's our friend, especially as bad as we've been to everybody else in this world. So what we need to do is button up our borders, button up our lips, tighten up our wallets, and fix our problems here and stop worrying about every damn place in the world because we're not the world police. And more people's lives in this world than anything, we're the world terrorists.
4: Well hang on a second now our our problems are self-inflicted uh here in America yeah. but we the, the, the way the world stage works today is you, you have allies if, if the United well, States becomes is, it isolates itself and doesn't and doesn't have any allies around the world and pulls all its troops out from around the world and brings all our troops here it's only a matter of time we'll, they'll pick us off little by little they'll pluck us from well, you know I well, mean well. Yeah, that's just Jim the way the world works said exactly.
8: Jim Trafficking, Democrat, Republican uh, in Congress here in uh, Youngstown, Ohio, said best. Too many times America's poked its nose and put kids, children in a war to get to come home in body bags that they got no business being in. That's a fact. Now, if it's me, do you not believe that as a president of this country you would think that you would – At least – I'm not saying don't have allies. Canada was our ally. Now they're more Chinese-based than anything, but yet we have a a, a landlocked border with them. We're going to have a problem. Mexico's not the problem right now unless you look a little farther down like you mentioned in Venezuela. Let me tell you what's coming north from there. You have people that behead children to spite another religion, not the homeland, not where they're at. They'll march right up through here, and if you despite, dislike, nobody ever can test me. The Noahide Laws, this country is under direct signature of the President of the United States current, and as far back as 33, 1933, that those are the religious laws that we will fall to and we will abide by when the time is impressed on us to do so. And if you know anything about the Noahide Laws, if you believe in Jesus Christ and you're a Christian, you are a pagan to them people that believe in that, and you are to be beheaded. It is that simple. Now, will they do it? I don't know. Why is our president, since 1933, signing this kind of garbage in the order? Because we have been infiltrated by a communist, cabalist, Anti-Christian, anti-Jesus, anti-moral, anti-anything good for anything. They started slavery. They started the slave trade. They drove that. They drive a wedge between the blacks and the whites in America now. And they sit back behind the scenes and look on and are waiting because they have always done this. This isn't something that just started 50 years ago. We're talking 2,000 years ago. The same people who spit in the face of Jesus when he run the money changers out. It goes back to these people, the Pharisees.
4: And it's well it's unbelievable uh, again, like to I said, though. Back our to, our let's get back positions. to let's get back to today, though. Let's get back to today. The today, right. the fact of the matter well, is that we have we have we can't just pull all our troops out from around the world and bring them home. It's just yes, not going to work like that. Absolutely, we can. Yes, we can. <laughs> Why can't we? <laughs> Because the world will end up in chaos. Let, way, let everybody deal with their own shit. And, and, and hang on hang, on, hang on, hang on. Because the world will end up in chaos, and the very thing you're trying to stop from happening that you're, that you're aggravated with around the world will happen because someone will come over here with a nuclear oh, bomb oh, or
6: because
4: oh, oh, oh. some What's idiot the- will get a hold of a nuclear bomb and they'll blow up no, New York City. No, no,
6: no. Well,
4: that's, yes, they will. That's,
8: that's, listen, if you don't think that can happen, already today
4: after what happened with what's going on it can't it's with, uh, not no happening? it's not happening today it's not happening today because we have what intelligence are you talking about? Oh, we, we have
8: seven million people in this country seven million un, unregistered aliens in this country that we don't know about that we don't know about that are probably still i'm talking the
4: about the global i'm talking about the global foreign policy we have agents we have bases Jones. we have intelligence nobody all around nobody
6: else the world does it.
8: Nobody else puts their money in. Nobody else puts their people in like we do. Why are we the
6: majority? It's okay, let's because do this. Because we're the superpower.
4: Be, because be, be, we are the superpower, would, and we
0: are the example of freedom. We're not a anymore
4: either. We are still number one superpower. Either. No, we're not. We are the no, number one not. superpower in the world right now. Let me right
8: explain now. something to you. If you even have any clue or inkling about what's going on militarily-wise, Russia mm-hmm. dominates. With their military. No, their Russia missiles. does not have a bigger they military than the United Sonic. States. Do you understand if I just watched MacArthur and a bunch of these other guys talk the other day, do you realize Russia doesn't even have to get off their ass when they we send uh, the USS Eisenhower over into the Mediterranean? That they've got missiles that are hypersonic that have a warhead on them that can level and sink an entire fleet and there ain't a damn thing. So we they say, so they
4: it. say, so they say, listen to me. So they listen say, to me. Listen, they, they, to, they me. Listen to me. Listen to me for a minute. Listen to me for a minute. We spend nine hundred and fifty billion dollars a year on our defense. What do you think Russia spends? No, we
8: don't. No, we don't. No, yes. I'm not. No, I not i do not believe that one minute. No, it don't. Okay.
4: okay. No, it don't. Uh,
8: yes, we do. If we spend that much money, hey, they might be told that's what we're spending it on, Joe. We're told that, but that's not where it goes. You know as well as I do, it doesn't. Just like our money going over to fucking Ukraine. Is that worth
4: it? All called? right, let me no, let me, let me, let let me bring a private caller on here. Let me bring a private caller on here because uh, let's see here. Go ahead, private caller. Yeah, Joe. I'm
6: afraid this subject is, is, whether we like it or not, uh, more important than it should be to American prospects. And before I say anything else, here's what I believe. I believe that whatever decisions are made with regard to the turmoil going on in Palestine and Israel, whatever they may be, whatever those decisions are, as far as I'm concerned, first and foremost, those interests must be in the best interest of the United States strategically, globally, and nationally. If they're not, I don't want any aid to go to Israel or any depth to stop Hamas mass or anything. But if they are, then let it happen as well. Whatever is in the best interest of the United States, I'm going to be for. And as to how that's going to yeah. shake out, at this point, I don't know. Believe me, I don't. Yeah. But I, I got a suspicion <laughs> as it might go. And look here, man, and look, and look here. You know, I mean, I understand a lot of people got resentment against Israel, and many of them are well-founded. Uh, The same thing, certainly with the Arabs, I mean, I put most of this going on now with the Arabs, particularly those who are using the Palestinians as leverage and grievance to go against the state of Israel and create the turmoil that's going on. They could have long ago absorbed those people into their countries because the Palestinians are all either citizens of or descended from people who are citizens of Jordan, Syria, and Lebanon. And and they don't want to take them back Nobody wants the Palestinians None of these Arab states Wants to absorb the Palestinians That's one reason they're so agreed. And they're sitting there being used by these Arabs in order to foment more and more Unrest They are lavish Iran is using them right now To draw a a wedge In between Saudi Arabia And Israel Because they're beginning to normalize their relationships Iran sees that as a threat to them, and therefore they have decided to finance this current assault. And the reason is to drive a wedge between the emerging Saudi normalization relationship with the state of Israel. And we all know that's what it's all about. All we need to have is the, uh, uh, the God's own truth, showing that it's so. But you and I, everybody instinctively knows that's what time it is and what's going on. But whatever you believe, Whatever your beliefs are, please don't base them on a misunderstanding of history. And I don't, don't, you know, we can go back into the, you know, 2500 B.C. when the Israelite religion was first founded somewhere around in there. But I'd really like to concentrate on the last hundred years. we are talking about when the start of the Arab revolt against the Ottoman rule started in 1916. The British captured Baghdad. The Ottoman rule was ended by the British conquest of Palestine. The Balfour Declaration. The Fed Aliyah. Great Britain granted a mandate for Palestine by the League of Nations. The Muslim Brotherhood founded in Egypt. The Kingdom of Saudi Arabia established, and so on and so forth and so on. That is the cause of the present-day turmoil. Those events that started 105 years ago are directly. Attributable to what's going on today And people should understand mm-hmm. how they happen, And stop believing these misapprehensions As to how the state of Israel, number one, came to be And they did not, I repeat, did not steal it from the Palestinians That is simply a misinterpretation and a distortion of history It did not happen that way But people are being told it happened that way The Israelis came in there and displaced the Palestinians like, like, I don't know, like the United States did to India. And it's just not true. So, I mean, yeah. I, I would appreciate that people would study the actual, history, the actual events, what actually occurred, particularly when the British were given the mandate after the fall of the Ottoman Empire, and all of the things that transcribed and happened that are historically verifiable, even from Arab leaders at the time admitting to it. Yeah.
8: Well, we know, we know this is a majority no matter where it's at, if there's not a war going on between governments driven by them, between people that have would probably never fight. For how long do the, the Palestinians and they still talk about some of the stuff that goes right on right at the border of the Gaza Strip where there's an Arab gentleman that lives on the outside and there's an, actually people that come from inside the Gaza Strip that is strictly Palestinian and they work on his farm. He pays them; they go back into dust. Now it's called turmoil, but this is a guy that's right there at the border, doesn't want anything but peace, because he has to interact and deal with this, all the atrocities going on, all the crap. But the main thing is, I would like to ask somebody to write down and specifically number what, what the state of Israel has done positive for the United States of America and go. Because I can list about nine things I'm looking at right now, and 134 dead bodies in the time frame that Sarge is talking about, and I'm going to kick it back to 75 years, and I'm going to tell you what, it doesn't come out on the good end for them. I believe they're a faction that of government, not the people. Now, we have to understand this amongst everything. It's not the people we're talking about. We're talking about governments just like we have a de facto rebellious tyrannical and un i don't even know what else we're going to call it un, unhuman-like desires for power and money and how they do it is they manipulate the people so it's not the people we're talking about it's the actual the governments and their agencies that suck flat out and i hate to say it Excuse my French fucking stuff. I love America, well, but I hate
6: the government.
8: Period.
6: Well, I, got, I can understand how go. you feel about that, that's for sure. But look here, I, I'd like to point out that, yes, I got a lot of questions about what happened to those brave sailors on board the USS Liberty. And by the way, the captain of the USS Liberty was given the Medal of Honor for what he did that day to save his ship and his men. But, uh, you know, and 134 sailors. God bless them. I, I, I have never forgotten about what happened to the Liberty and, and the incredible fight those sailors put up that day to save this ship. But I would like to point out that on December 7, 1941, Japanese killed 2,500 Americans in one day, and we're pretty good allies with them today. So, you know, things can happen that were bad in the past, and, you know, you can, you can paper those things over, and you've got to work together on other things. And I agree with you about the Liberty, though. I I don't think Israel gave a full accounting of what they did, and I do think Israel needs to come up with a full accounting of it. So I agree with you there. Yes. But look, when it came when it it, came to Palestine, Palestine. when it when it came to Palestine, when they were restricting wartime, I mean the immigration in the in the the British who had the mandate, and they were restricting Jews coming in into Palestine. The total population of Palestine went from. 1 million in 1931 to more than almost Mm -hmm. 2 million in 1946. That was an 80% increase in 15 years. And during the 24 years of the mandate, the population went up by 180%, both Arabs and Jews. Now, you you cannot entirely explain this by Jewish immigration because it wasn't caused mainly by Jewish immigration. Maybe 35 to 40% of it was. It's Russia much. had a big part of that
8: They might not right well, yeah, Russia having a lot of these
6: immigrants to their Jews Well yeah I, I, It doesn't matter where the Jews came from They, they still accounted for a, a relatively small percentage You know why it got so big The, the Arab population grew because They immigrated from Neighboring Arab states mm-hmm. uh, and, 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 we, and the reason They came over where the Israeli settlers Were because the Israelis Had improved the living conditions they reduced the Muslim infant mortality rate from 199 deaths per 1000 live births in 1923 to 91 in 1946. The average life expectancy of an Arab living in the uh, Israeli settlement, uh, not Israeli but the Zionist settlement areas went from 37 years in 1926 to 49 in 1943. So the Arab population increased 118% between 1922 and 1946. And like I said, they were coming there looking for work, opportunity, and jobs that the Israeli settlements caused. That's how so many of them got into Palestine. And the Jewish immigrants, on the other hand, acquired land through one of the Jewish organizations or they joined the kibbutz. Now 70% of the land the Jews got before... The UN mandate and the partition of Palestine. They bought from big Arab landowners who charged them exorbitant prices for the land they had to pay for. Now, get this: if you don't believe me, listen to this. That the land they bought, for the most part, was arid, rocky. Nothing was growing there—not a goddamn thing. And these Arab landowners charged the uh, Israeli settlers something like. On a, a one thousand to eleven hundred dollars an acre, the arid and semi-arid land in nineteen forty four. By contrast, rich black farming soil in Iowa was growing for about one hundred and ten dollars per acre. And despite that, those Israeli settlers made the desert bloom. They got agriculture going. They irrigated that area. They got crops growing and the Palestinians came there to, to soak in the abundance. Now, see, so what I mean. Look, people can hate the, the Israelis, they hate the Jews and everything else, and the Palestinians can act like they hate the Jews too, but it's unbelievable what, the, what they were put through by their own leadership who made them displaced from their own homes, telling them, we're going to drive these Jews into the sea. We're going to exterminate them. And as soon as we do, don't worry. You can go back and take your homes. So in the meantime, leave. And publicly, the, the newly formed state is, was telling the public, look, you don't have to leave. We're not putting you out. If you want to stay here and work with us in our new nation, fine. Stay here. You don't have to go. They were putting out public notifications in, 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 in public, on, on, on billboards, on, on, on telephone calls, everywhere you go. But no, the Arab leaders just filled them with hatred and envy and resentment, and said, "Look, you get out of there! Don't you stay there and help those Jews? We're gonna wipe them out. Then you can come back and take their shit." But it didn't work out that way. Yeah.
8: that's for sure. One hundred percent. Sarge is on it. You know, and you got to think about the overall of just everybody, like in the general. Where their culture, where, their, uh, where they would be born from or where they're more prone to live, you have conflict only because of religion. And then you go well, in, let's throw in government. Look, we have to toss in government just for the sake of – they do so many good things for us, right? You know, Just look at everything they've done for us. But <laughs> I'm, I, I would like to see the United States just back way down – from funding other countries for whatever reason, number one. Number two, to comment on what Joe said earlier about pulling out of, not necessarily pull out of everywhere, but pull back a whole bunch where we don't look like we're trying to be the dictator, where we're trying to manipulate things, because we're in places in this world with military bases that if enough people got pissed off, Militarily wise by the time we reacted to that, we have a lot of dead people. That doesn't need to happen.
0: But
4: well anybody
6: else wants to join the conversation.
8: You know, the thing is nobody else in this world, like NATO, nobody puts forth their part. You know, Trump brings and I'm no Trump fan, don't get me wrong, I don't like Trump. But what he brings to the table consciously and says You people make an agreement to pay so much here. You have Poland that's kicked up more than their share, but that's because they're terrified of Russia knocking on the door. But nobody in none of these other countries ever put forth, and they're not broke. And and more than anything, pisses me off when you have somebody like Ben Nahu Yahoo. I hate his name. I can't
0: say it with (laughs) the shit.
8: But you have a guy that deliberately will make comments. Because I don't think he realizes how far the Internet has stretched across the world that people understand it. What he says, even if it's 20 years ago, is being heard today, and people never thought that would come out of his mouth. Just like they don't care how much money they send or we send them. They don't need our money. And this is a comment made within the past year from this jerk that Plan out says – we we'll run America. America does what we want, and that is terrifying because his mentality is
6: going to cause World War III. Because
8: he's another power-hungry,
6: uh, manipulative trick. Yeah. Well. You know, look, I, I, look, I understand everything uh, you say, and many other people are saying the same thing, and I get all that. And I don't hate Jews. Look, don't get me wrong, I don't hate Jews. I don't
8: know why I don't want nobody to think that. I don't hate them. I hate anybody that's
6: not gotten damn dignity. No, you, you, you kind of like you kind of like me, man. I'm for the United States no. first. I'm not for Israel first. I don't wish them any ill will. Well, we can work with Israel fine you know, to get hostages back. We yeah. can do. You know, fine, I, we, intelligence gathering, fine, let's work with Israel. I'm for the United States, not Israel, not Ukraine, not anywhere but my country. And where our interests genuinely coincide for the good of the American people, so be it. If not, no. No. We don't we're not in, in here to preserve the state of Israel or any other state. All I'm saying is is that Israel is a sovereign state. They have sovereign interests like any other state. And no other state, no, I cannot think, even the states I hate, I hate red China. I despise and fear (laughs) the government of red China. But if they were hit with a comparable attack like this, they would have every right and every duty to strike back as hard as they could. No sovereign state can undergo an attack like this and not do something serious about it. None. They have to. Now, the only question is, what's going to happen when they do? And by the yeah. way, I'd like to point this out too i like to point this out too There are Arabs in the Israeli Knesset That is the legislative yeah, body yeah. Of the state of Israel There's not a single Jew anywhere in any Middle Eastern country that is in any Governmental capacity whatsoever But they're, they're in the yeah. Israeli government They're citizens of the state and of Israel The only difference, The only difference Between them and an Arab Is they're not required To serve in the army even though they can, if they decide to volunteer, but they're not even required to serve in the Israeli army. Yep. yep, it's a religious preference. You no, know I'm saying, and but this is a democracy. They're the only country that does that in the Middle East. Yeah,
8: so I don't know, Sarge. I mean, honestly, you know, to, to think that a few bad apples in all these governments—take all the governments. All the countries in the world and their governments and the bad apples that seem to come to the light, come to the forefront are horrific and and, and all atrocities up to, to current today, back a hundred years, and they stand yeah. at the forefront over money and power, which we don't have a problem when we're elected and put them there. that's what they, that's their job. <laughs> But they are – it's another type. I don't even think they're human, to be honest with you. I think they're – they're not aliens, but there's some, some damn evil people in this world, and they're – what's the end goal of these people? That's what I don't understand, where if you have to live landlocked on a country and land with people that may believe in something different than you, I don't have a problem with that. We have that here in this melting pot of America. But you can't force it, you can't force someone to change their culture and by doing so, if you think if, if that has to be done, they have to be killed. That's not right. Those are sick bastards, and that's what's wrong in this country or in this in this world.
0: Well, yeah, you, know, uh, you know, I mean, we got a guy,
6: we got a guy in the White House who will not protect our own country. Like I said, we got an invasion through this country under this bastard's administration alone. That the invasion, illegal invasion through our southern border, is larger than thirty-eight states of the union. Eight million people have come to this country, and 38 states of this great union are not as large as that illegal alien population that's coming into the United States. It's a goddamn crazy shame. But look here. Every, One thing about the Palestinians, man,
9: country, what, what the Palestinians, man. what? What happened with the
6: Palestinians in 1970 when uh, they got kicked out of Palestine after the Six Day War? You know, with the, with the, with, uh, you know, and the and the, Jew, and the uh, Israeli army kicked them out of Palestine. Well, guess who gave him refuge? King Jordan of Hussein. He walked, them in, he walked them into Jordan and said, Okay, my Muslim brothers, you need a place of refuge? Come to my home. Guess what they That's did? Right. They started waving yep. a, a lot of trouble, and then they tried to overthrow the man's kingdom. He had to kill almost 4,000 of them and kick them out of, uh, um, um, out, out of Jordan. They did the same thing when they went to Lebanon. Nobody wants the Palestinians. Not even their fellow Arabs. Nope. You're right. So well, you I'm just saying, man, it's like not as good as people it, want to make
8: it. You and I look at it the same way. America first, humanity, and have some sense. And the people that don't fall in them lines, I've got no place here for them. Ship them out. Put them on a boat, drill a hole in the bottom of it, give them one life jacket. So the guy that lives, the one
6: person that lives can tell the story. The Amen. 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 Look, get like tired of everybody else being put before American citizens and American interests. Yeah. And I understand every country's got its own interests. The Israelis do. The Saudis do. Even the goddamn Iranians do. Okay? They got their, <laughs> their security fine. Let them have it. But i am telling you one thing. We got ours, and I expect our president and our government to look out for us first. I don't want to see veterans kicked out of lodging to make place for illegal aliens in Chicago, in New York, or any damn world. I'm getting sick to death of this. Hey, high school kids
8: can't play football on Friday night in some schools in America, in case people don't know, because the government has taken eminent domain over the football fields that they played on to put up tents for
6: illegal aliens. Welcome to America. I know. Hey, welcome to America. Ain't that better goddamn change? Who would have thought we'd see that in the United States? But so we're seeing it right before our eyes. Even even loyal Democrat constituencies are railing against this. Have you seen them people on the south side of Chicago where I used to live? I know all of them are just zombified voting Democrats, but they are seeing what's happening in the communities now, and they're starting to revolt. It, I, oh man.
8: I, you know what I'm getting sick of watching is police chases because American citizens that are broke because our country's in a complete charge for uh, uh, legitimately having currency. And you have these Americans now that are working with the cartels that are transporting illegals and getting paid. And our cops have to chase these idiots, and most of them are 25 and under, looking for a dollar bill. They got some some kind of infiltration with the uh, social media and the cartels. And you see this. People die on the road getting chased by policemen because they've got three illegal aliens in the back that they think they're going to make $5,000 on. But the cartel's probably going to tell them to pound salt anyway. Fuck off. We'll see you next time. Come back tomorrow. And it's, it's, it's over one. And what happens is the elected officials have a
0: priority
8: to who they answer to. I'd like to know who Joe Biden's answering to. I'd like to know who my different politicians elected are answering. Who is it that these people have so much pull? Because Joe Biden's about dead. Let's call it what it is. He's on the backside going downhill, retirement's over. His family should have pulled him out of the chair a long time ago and he should have been sitting on a porch in a rocking chair watching the sunset. And his heart stop at the same time Because he's old and that's what you do in America You take care of your own yeah, really. This guy's him, he's sitting up on a porch And his chair is still up on the Capitol Hill And White House where Because everything around him His family Are so corrupt over power They don't even care about the guy You know Who's yeah, the son of a bitch but, answer to
6: But Mike think about this for a minute Mike now, Okay it's one thing When the federal government refuses to do its sworn duty to see that yes. law, the immigration laws and the borders of the United States are faithfully enforced. It's one thing when they fail to do it. It's a whole other order of magnitude, wrong and evil, when a state tries to make halting efforts to do something about the invasion, like putting up barbed wire to keep them out and boys in the oh, Re- Rio Grande to keep them out, and the federal government's going to sue the governor of Texas for trying to make a half-hearted attempt to stop this insanity. I, and that, you know what, that is going a bridge too bad. goddamn far with being wrong and corrupt. Yep. And I know
8: for a fact I've seen more court cases I never even imagined where you have the actual federal government suing a state over something that, doesn't benefit anyone whatsoever in the state that they're in, let alone any American person, and the government
6: sues to ask for that. What the fuck is wrong friend? with these people? Ain't that something? That tells you all you need, need to know. They don't want to do it, and they don't want us to do it when they fail to do the constitutional man right, duty. 323
4: three here, guys. 323 three wants to jump in here. Go ahead, 323.
3: Three. Watch your language, please. Nah, I'm not going to watch my language. Hey, <laughs> it's was... and Curse and Mike and Curse. it me especially, huh? Okay. <laughs> so fuck everybody. How's that? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> everybody get fucked. <laughs> so, um, doing, yeah. Um, I just thought, uh, Joe, did you get my, uh, my text? Yes, I did. Yes, okay, I did. Okay, good. All right. All right. So uh, everybody here knows the answers. Look, uh, Mike, you're talking about a few people who are corrupt in their nations. It's not just a few people. Look, even in our particular uh, type of government, if you have 100 senators and if you have 60 who are controlled by the 60 um, 60 states and 60 um, Republicans and only 40 uh, Democrats, if the 40 Democrats were honest, they could put up a filibuster and block anything the Republicans wanted to do and vice versa. And to your question about um, who's who do they answer to, we all know who they answer to. Money, BlackRock, Rothschilds, lobbyists, defense contractors, oil oil concerns, everybody who makes money, they influence the politicians because we can't. Is that, simply, well, is has that simple joke. simplified enough? This
4: Hamas or whatever, right? These Palestinians. Why, with all the humanitarian aid they get, all the assistance they get for the last 15 years, instead of building up their communities and 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 making their communities the Gaza Strip better, they, they the Hamas they funded the Hamas. Okay, so you know what? Too bad. This is it's got what's going on over there. You know they need to be eliminated off the face him, of the Joe. earth. This Hamas. That's Hamas, how I see it. Hamas gets yeah, the money. but Yeah, but what it, what they're the doing
3: is that. Uh, they are, sub- they are submitting themselves to the, to the will, and, and Mike, you also brought up they're not human. They may be aliens, may actually be interdimensional beings or hybrid aliens, but they're submitting <laughs> themselves, the government is, to the powers that uh, the powers that be, right? Why? Because the powers that be, in order for them to conquer the world, they want discord and chaos. And even if they didn't want to conquer the world, they just like to pull the flies off of human beings anyway. We know, we know the answers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah
8: just so well, you do no, know, it's not Mike. It's
4: Kate. <laughs> Joe, Joe,
8: are
6: you aware of how much wealth Yasser Arafat had when he died? He was almost a billionaire when he died.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. How, how many of these countries are actually that.
6: in peril like
8: we are? How many of these countries are actually in peril financially, like we are, if you go to a comparison? I'd like to see the numbers across the board. Uh, America's not in
4: peril, financially in peril, I mean, we're, we're the richest country in the world right now.
8: Oh, bullshit. You're out of your mind. Yeah.
6: We have the Federal Reserve, we have a central you bank that prints it. the money. Do you realize that yeah,
8: fifty I hope you're percent And I'm not exaggerating,
6: fifty <laughs> percent of
8: the American currency right now that's printed your one to one hundred dollar bills, fifty percent of that has been printed under Mr. Potato Head Joe Biden. Fifty
6: percent of it. What, what,
4: what no. are you talking about?
6: God.
8: What are you talking conspiracy? about? currency. I mean, we're printing money left and right, but yet we're borrowing money that's linked to Ukraine so that when the dollar bill crashes and all these corrupt bastards run to Ukraine or wherever they're going, because they're going to flee like a bunch of uh, rats on this shit going down, and you know that, that our money is good right now. Let's say the BRICS situation does come full circle and these other countries that have the oil, the, the minerals, that they have the actual foundation to put together a currency, just like, uh, let's talk about Gaddafi, let's talk about Saddam Hussein, let's talk about people that had an actual idea to break away from the people that Joe mentioned, these Rothschilds, these, these vanguards, these black rocks. When they do, they end up in a war, killed and made out to be evil dictators. And I'm not saying they're good people, but I know for a fact, I've seen a lot of pictures of Libya that look like it might have been one of the nicest places <laughs> in the world and what they did for the people over there. When you were newly married, you've got a house, you got money, you got education. Run out That's of the right. Anybody that's against that, uh, fuck off, as far as I'm concerned. And excuse my French again, but F off.
3: Gaddafi was Mike, a good guys, dictator. Gaddafi was a good dictator. <laughs> he looked out for his people. <laughs> and yeah. he was going, to build, the he was he was going to build the, uh, the ninth wonder of the world with, the, uh, with uh, water ducks. He did give people presents when they got married. So as far as dictators go, Dave is right. Um, he was a pretty good dictator. But he was he was breaking away from the central bank.
8: Yes, that's it. You break away from what has been a stranglehold through the crown
0: <coughs> And the a
8: child, the 13 nobility family, the black nobility. They're called the hidden hands, the Knights of Malta, whatever. They got 5,000 different fucking names because every time they change something, they just go to just like a bank. When it goes bankrupt, all they do is change names and refund it. It's the same scenario, the same people doing the same shit every day. And enough people in America got to start getting pissed off. Now you know what? Not just America. Let me take that back. Enough people in this world have got to look back and say, you know what? Enough of this bullshit. Let's take these people and and, and they got to. You got to resignate. You got till Monday morning. Have all your paperwork on my desk for your resignation, or we're coming in there as a whole party, and we're going to have you held accountable, and you're going to stand trial. And what you get, you get. Now, you can resign or we can design you a whole nother plan. And that's how it's gonna have to be, because as far as I can see, it ain't just America. It's happened 10 years ago. It started in Europe with the invasion over there and how everything is falling apart. And all these big people involved in it, just look at it and say, well, we've already barbecued Europe. Let's work on America. And the only goddamn thing stopping them from doing it wholeheartedly and knocking on your door is that if they knock on everybody's door in America, they got 700 and some 50 million guns to worry about. And that is the only thing stopping them, I
3: believe, 100 percent,
8: because they no, I don't want even their think guns that, more than anything.
3: Huh? I don't even think that. I think through the incrementalism they've implemented over the years, <laughs> they've got enough people brainwashed so that um, somebody can knock on their door right now and say, yeah. Um, uh, can I can I take a look at your guns, sir? Can I take a look at your guns, madam? I don't think you have a permit for this. We're taking them, and I think enough of them will happen. Yeah, the militia will rise up, but if we don't have enough no. military um, personnel and enough military resources, and enough military organization and coordination, leaders and
0: logistics.
8: Um, yep, you're right. Hundred percent right, Joe. Leaders and logistics through that. And, and people's brain wants to think that, and they give to they give into. Yeah. They've been. They've they been because
3: yeah. they don't think it's going to happen to them. And if you think the, uh. the generation nowadays, the Gen X or the millennials are bad off, um, <laughs> I think there was a, um, there was a, you know, I mean, in terms of being, you know, lack of, having lack of intelligence, they found out what the, about a couple of weeks ago, I was reading uh, part of an article where they were talking about how the children of third I think fourth-graders, fifth-graders had the lowest scores ever in the United States. Lowest scores ever. Now, you take that in conjunction with the fact that in Baltimore, for example, there are 13 school districts in which not one student had proficiency in math or English. Not just one school, one student. So 13 schools times a 1,000, or let's say 500, that's 6,500 students, not one, can pass a math or a English proficiency um, exam. We are getting into the movie Idiocracy, and I think it's going to even be worse than that. Well,
8: you're exactly right, because I know for a fact here, if the LeBron James School called I Promise here in Akron, Ohio, every single individual child since its inception and i believe it was in 2013 has failed its (laughs) mathematics uh state requisite uh their efficiency from its inception every single kid
6: has failed Jesus, now what in god's name
8: look up the lebron james i promise school and you will be beside yourself and these are supposed Uh, to be uh, children uh, that actually have a little bit of uh it's crazy. It's, it's
6: unbelievable. unbelievable. I think you know why? I'm going to tell good. you why. I'm going to tell you why. Number one, they don't have an inside family structure with two parents. Because when you've got two parents, you kind of more or less double the odds that at least one of them is going to be diligent about making sure the kid studies at night. Oh, and number boy. two, they incorporate <laughs> all of these idiotic right. modern teaching pedagogical methods that don't teach a child a goddamn thing. Not a thing. They got all these new methods, and the tried-and-true methods from uh, Socrates and, uh, you know, the, uh, the rote <laughs> method of learning and all the other things they used to do that served very well to educate children was totally abandoned in favor of this self-esteem nonsense and this new-mass crap and all this other stuff. So no they do learning. learn That's LeBron James. That is the kind of teaching curriculum that he had in that school.
8: That's right. And I got into a huge city council debate when I made the comment that, I said, you know, if you go back in time, when the government took out the uh, word God in the Pledge of Allegiance, you introduced Satan, number one. Number two, I said, I wish I had still had the, if I could have had the telephone that these kids have today and the access to information through that phone, they, oh man! To, we would have, we would be on another fucking planet by now. We'd be moving around <laughs> oh, man. Wasn't no yeah.
0: business. But, but yeah, the greatest—they greatest, uh, got the greatest informational instrument thing. in the world
6: right at their fingertips, and, don't, and still can't answer every it question you want an answer to.
3: Has mm-hmm. it right
8: in their hands, and they want to play fucking whatever it is—the um, bingo game or whatever.
3: I don't know how old yeah. I don't know how old you guys were, but I remember when I was going to college many years ago. Um, we were using typewriters then. We didn't have word processors. We didn't have the internet.
0: And well, you know, um,
3: <laughs> yes, not only did I have to go to not only did I have to go to the library on weekends, go to a school library, and then go to the library on weekends. This one incident happened, which exemplifies what you're talking about, Dave. The fact yeah. I had. <laughs> I was. Um, my school counselor was telling us, you know, you got to be very careful in your resume. Your resume cannot have any mistakes. I go home. I find out there's a one typo on my resume. Right? I have to go back. To, I don't have a typewriter. I have to go, go back, back and to school, and go use their typewriter, <laughs> to to take 15 minutes to correct my uh, my resume and then come back home. And you're right. And home the home access that kids the I have to—I always <laughs> wanted to have access to the Congressional uh, Library. Holy, I mean, the Library of Congress. What happens? I don't have it, but okay. I grew up with that, you know. I mean, I don't want to hear stories from my grandfather about how he had to trudge through 18 miles of snow. But God, <laughs> <if> <laughs> you got the internet. School, right. Yep. You know, <laughs> it's it's the but
6: truth.
0: You've
6: got
3: you know, the
0: internet. It's unbelievable holy,
6: to think. Geez, Oh, how far Are advanced you? would
8: our generation be with the knowledge that these two have the oh God. and the accessibility? <laughs> Ask them what the Dewey Decimal yeah. System is, and they'll tell you what the fuck
6: does that mean. Look, I got news for <laughs> you. I remember whenever I had a test. I talk about the olden days. Whenever I took a test, it was essay questions. You had to write it out and explain your reasons as to why you came to the conclusion that you did. It wasn't multiple mm-hmm. choice for the most part.
0: Yeah. And and you know tests,
6: all of them.
8: When I, when I went to school and finished up, when I got a bad grade or a good grade, if I got the A or the F, I still had to take my paper home to my parents, have them sign it so that they could see that I showed it to them, and do what you're talking about, sir. I had to explain why I failed this test. I didn't study. Whatever it was. Or if I got it, why did you get an A? Well, because I
0: studied for
8: they're like, you know, all goes back to there's only one parent in the home usually. And and if that parent's there, they're not paying attention anyway because their kid's having kids anyway. They're all doing the same damn thing. They got the phone stuck in. They are all going to have neck problems. That's what we need to do. We need to invest in neck collars and some type of neck uh, therapy medicine because all these sons of bitches walk around with their heads glued to the ground are going to have neck problems. It's <laughs> coming. I'm telling
1: you. I'm telling yeah.
8: And it, well, what we can, what can we do about it? And, it, and it, it's what it's, it's, Hopefully, this generation hasn't been completely lost, and that there are enough of them that have the sense to understand that they don't have to go to the library to get the Dewey Decimal System and look through all them stupid ass card catalogs, hoping the book's even in the damn shelf and somebody else hasn't taken it or it's No, the are you that place. old?
3: Are you that? I remember going to the library and I'd have to wait online to get to the girl at the desk for her to tell me maybe the right place where the book was that I had to go to. In yep. <laughs>
6: yep. hopes they said the book was a
8: librarian, put it away right.
3: Right. Oh, oh.
8: Unbelievable. The struggle that we had and, to, and how bad these kids got it today, I'll be damned, man, they got it bad.
3: Jesus Christ. I, wish I, I wish I could have been sent to my room uh, with the, uh, the access of the resources these kids have send me to my room please <laughs> and, not,
8: and not a <laughs> sore ass to go with
3: it because i got the uh, belt I, I got i got the video games i got the internet i got a microwave please send me to my room <laughs> <laughs>
8: hell you
0: know what you got a window you got a way out
8: yeah you know they run the street
0: That was the big thing with the the whole
8: thing here in Akron and the the promise school because I said, well, what about the truancy? I said, how can I be a person that's going to lunch at work from work and during the day I can drive down the road and see any time a handful of kids in a three-block area that are well under the age of 16? They should be in school somewhere, but yet where they're doing it, in groups of three and four, hanging out, doing whatever. What in the hell is going on? And it's it's permitted. That's all I can say. It's permitted in their case. Yes, because the decay of America because of
3: corruption in the school system because they're taking money from the federal government, the state government, which are taking money, uh, uh, taking monies from the um, you know from the lobbyists and from PACs and from uh, uh, front groups that uh, won't let you, you know they won't let you think that the charge or are the uh, the black nobility as you were talking about, Dave. No. They That's, are corrupt. They are taking money in order for them to do what is counterproductive to the rights, feelings, and liberties of Americans because they are corrupt. And it's not and just I'll tell
8: you right now, a bunch of evil people. It's not just a select group.
3: It is human beings. City, you offer the average human being. You know, if you, offer, if you offer the average human being way above his pay grade— <clears throat> He's going to accept it, and he's going to continue to accept it, just the way human nature is.
8: And, and not even have any type of uh, – uh,
3: No regret. What's the word I'm looking for. No,
8: Yeah, <laughs> no, no regrets, number one. Number two, they don't have a, a parameter where they can say, hey, you, know, you deserve this money. Absolutely, you get that bonus, so you get that pay raise. No, they just hand it out and by them handing it out. And I know I'm a sanctuary city here in Akron, Ohio, which I am trying to get the hell out of because I can see the corrupt. Every time there's a, a council meeting, all it is is they wanna know where the the federal money from COVID uh-huh. and all these yeah. grants, where is it being situated and who's getting it? Why? And they're arguing amongst, they're eating themselves alive because one group gets more money than this group over here and it's, it's self-destruction is what it is. But on another note, I'm glad it's doing it because I, I like to see them all fight and argue with each other because I hope they go home and they end up listening to somebody like us talk so they can say, hey, maybe that guy, these guys are all right. They ain't half out of their mind. Maybe we should have gave the the old guys the phones and gave them the information. We would not be stuck in this tyrannical bullshit trench that we're in. I got to go for a couple minutes, you guys. I'm going to mute myself. I'll be right back.
3: Oh, so that's where the style is coming from. The background noise. I thought it was you, sort. <laughs> nope, it ain't me. I can't do that. All right, we got three one four. Got your
4: hand up. Three one four. Go ahead. Well,
2: you know, Mr. Pianki, in my town of Joe, you're absolutely right about the schools there in Baltimore. But that ain't the only ones. It's all over the nation, especially in your inner city. And what you have now. Is a national security issue. When you have your your future minds are not learning on par with what they need to have, you're going to be in trouble. That's that's simple as that. But you got school districts where you have, out of a high school class, 1,200 students, 1,300 students, 1,500 students. And less than five percent of that class can read at level and less than one percent can do math. <laughs> There's a problem at that. And that's why I come up for school choice. Look, you can't you, you can't tell parents what to do. I've tried that. I've suggested. They don't want to hear it. I told I was telling some parents what I'd done with my siblings and one woman said, Oh no, I'm not gonna have my child doing all that I mean, that's just the way it is. It's school choice. Get out of those public schools. You've got poor parents, poor families that's functional. And their kids go to school knowing more than what they should know at that grade level. And they need to have the opportunity to move their kids. I tell you one thing it would do. It would start destroying that teachers union, which is a nemesis to the liberty of the United States.
6: If words were not now spoken, then the teacher's union is a direct national security and cultural threat to the United States of America, especially the one that is headed by that Randy Weingartner human uh, whatever it is, that creature that's the head of the teacher's union right now. That woman is a piece of
3: work. Sorry, you still have some problems with your phone. You still sound muffled. Uh,
6: how about now? Is that better? No. That, is that better? Nope.
3: No, it's
0: odd. Hmm. Okay. All well, it
3: has, all the takes, is just a wire, the, a copper inside the the vinyl, the wire that um, you know that that's to your headset or your earplugs or to the or to the phone itself, and it can cause that kind of disruption. So. Yeah. He's been on
2: those shows debating with them idiots in his phone. Got infected with viruses. <laughs> I keep telling him.
6: You, you, you think my phone is rebelling against me, there, uh, Pianki? <laughs> <laughs> Could be. You might be right.
3: Wouldn't that Could be so? No, I mean, I'm sure. Look, we're all being tracked. Um, they, the government can definitely send a virus to all our phones. Come to think of it.
6: Oh, uh, easily. You yeah, know, yeah.
3: That's that's yeah. for
6: sure.
4: Oh, most definitely. Sure. Most definitely. Sure. You know, But I tell you yeah. one thing, where's, every, where's all these other podcasters at? Where are they at? I, I know Ron Reck is in here. Where's everybody else? I don't see Lori Ann here. I don't see Robert from Conservative Nation Radio. I don't see, you know, I could go on and on and on. Where is everybody? You know? Yeah. <laughs> no unity. You know, no unity. Look,
6: Joe, 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 sometimes when everything that needs to be said is said, there's no need for anybody else to say anything else. We're regaling them with our knowledge and our wisdom. They feel content to just lay back and listen, obviously.
4: Uh, well, yeah, I, obviously, I guess. You know, I mean, well, you know. A battle. we're in a war right now. we got to communicate, you know. Well, well, that's you know, for
2: sure. where is the outcry with these Black Lives Matters and their support of Hamas? And terror. Oh, man. Wow. I mean, <laughs> Hang on for a second. You got... You, and They, they outwardly with it. So here's the thing. Where is the ridicule of National Basketball Association, the National Football League, and Major League Baseball? National Football League gave them over $250 million for their causes. And here they are supporting terrorists. Now, if somebody, other organizations done that, Especially if Trump had anything to do with it. Who gave
0: him money? Who, all gave
6: counter- who, counter- money? All counter-
4: who gave him right. money? Oh county. Who gave him money? Black Lives Matter. Oh Black Lives Matter, oh.
6: Did did you see what they're putting out as their logo in support of the uh, of the Hamas? They're putting out a logo with a paraglider, a paratroop glider, you know, paraglider, a paratrooper. They got a black outlined image of him, and a Palestinian flag in the sh- in the canopy of the pa- of the peripheral. and the, and the, and the sign says, "We stand with Israel." They are specifically highlighting as a symbol of that stand the very people who parachuted into a uh, music festival and massacred the people dancing there. Wow! And not only
2: that, well look at. This- Look at the base look at the, the professional athletes. Your basketball players had that scribed all over the uniforms. The Major League Baseball had it scribed behind the pitcher mound, all on the outfield walls, Black Lives and then look at all the kneeling. The display of a black banner all around the field. And now you got this organization going against one of the United States' friendliest allies? Where is the outcry?
4: Where is it? You got it right. Where's the outcry? You got that right.
6: And you know, and you know what, man? And like I said, all, much of this is based on a complete misunderstanding of how the situation in Palestine came to be. They are treating, they are treating uh, the Israelis as though they were, I don't know, uh, Andrew Jackson and the Indians in the trail of tears. And that's how, you know, the Palestinians got dispossessed and displaced to the homeland it is a historical distortion and in some cases an outright lie it didn't happen that way
4: yeah yeah i know you can't tell these people
3: this sarge you can't talk to you oh, i'd like to find out you know? i'd like to find out how the hell um israel are uh is our ally i've been asking that question for years how is israel our United States of America. How are they our ally? We, we signed an done. agreement in uh,
4: 1979, I think it was, some sort of agreement <laughs> with, uh, with them, some kind of peace agreement. But what are
3: they doing
4: for uh, us? The, ca- the
6: Camp what David are
4: they doing Accord. For us? The Camp David Accord. Okay, yeah, there you go, Sarge. Well, we train with their well, soldiers. What they 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 we, intellig- intellig- for us. we
3: share intel. We share intel.
4: If New Jersey or
3: yeah, okay, came that, under attack, what is it that they are doing? What kind of intel? Well, the, what the, is it that they're again, doing that benefits us?
4: <laughs> again, uh, we share actually, intel with each other. Uh, you know, actually, Israeli intelligence,
6: charge. Israeli intelligence has yielded some huge breakthroughs in the uh, against the on the war on terrorism because Israeli intelligence, despite their recent failure is probably the best in the world because ain't nobody perfect. And they got probably the best intelligence. That alone may be worth the price of admission. Now, the only question is, are they always giving us good intelligence? And remember, they're a sovereign nation, all sovereign nations, whether it be MI6 or whether it be the German they all got their own interests. And just like they got to be careful of stuff we give them, we got to be careful of the stuff they give us. But notwithstanding that, what they have given us has been like intelligence gold in many cases.
3: Mm -hmm. Okay, I mean, if it has been, then uh, hopefully it's worth the, what is it, $6 billion a year that we give? (laughs) (laughs)
6: That's part of of the agreement, by the way. And by the way, we give the same amount to Egypt. Remember, part of the thoughts was that if they both Mm -hmm. stuck to the agreement and quit – warring with each other they get six billion dollars a year somewhere around like that and uh yeah that's the reason they get it because the egyptians get it too
3: and both sides
6: are so i don't want to
3: give to the treaty i don't want to give money to any country should be america well, like every country. well they're going to have to there.
6: renegotiate the treaty if they do they got to go back to the senate and get the senate to either uh uh discard the treaty or renegotiate the terms
3: well, they're not going to do that, because from what I hear, the Israelis are the, the biggest lobbyists, um, you know, in America. And they influence either the government tremendously. The thing is, is that I don't want to give money to any country unless we get something back for it, because they abuse it. Not only do we, they abuse the money that we give them, but we abuse the money that we give to other countries. And, if you've read, and I'm sure you have, Sarge, the economic hitman, about how we abuse the money that we supposedly give. Give to countries. We we don't do it out of altruism. We do it because we want. Um, we want to influence their politics. We want to over over overrun their nation politically. We want to have land grants and um, and grants to um, defense contractors and other businesses here in America. It's a whole bunch of networking, all of which is founded on corruption. And well, actually, uh, Joe,
6: I'd be more offended. If we gave money to foreign countries out of altruism than for our own selfish interests, I'd rather give them money for our legitimate national security interest just because we got a good heart
3: but the well, thing is you the of word they is legitimate <laughs> sure, um, you shouldn't give money away unless of course, like we have to have something uh worth the money to be returned to us, but it has to be legitimate it can't be just because we're giving money, to laundering the Rothschilds money, or we're trying to disrupt the culture and and the politics of that particular nation. I don't like empire building. We have enough resources here and enough clout here to influence the world so that we can be an independent country without any problems. But we're not.
6: You got my vote on that. I'd rather, as a general principle, I'd rather not give any money to any nation. Although I would concede, in a very few narrow exceptions, there might be a legitimate national security interest to do so, but I'm definitely against giving this money, this foreign aid, to these other countries in almost all circumstances. Uh-huh. I hear Any you. of them
2: countries to say whatever you want to want to hear, for money, they will. Look at the money we're giving to those countries in South America and Central America. El Salvador, Honduras, and Guatemala. And what we
6: got scheduled here and for Friday night, Joe? And got
2: people running, running from the country, coming to the uh, United
6: States. Well,
0: well
3: guess <laughs> what?
4: They receive more money.
3: Okay, uh, you were saying, Joe? <laughs> yeah, what do we got scheduled for Friday night, or is it Saturday night? It's Friday night. Friday night will be from 7 to 9 will be the show that I'm hosting from okay. 9 to 11 will be Robert's show, where there will be a surprise for you. Oh, boy.
4: Is it John Gotti? Shammy the Bill Cavano, <laughs> <laughs> I mean? <laughs>
3: what, you going have a stay-on?
4: What, you going you
3: going to have a seance? <laughs> Oh, uh, you no! Know, it's a very pleasant surprise. <laughs> Gotti, oh, God, to have him resurrected. Oh, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> Sammy the Bull, one or the other.
4: <laughs>
3: well, he's He'd not, he's not dead yet. Sammy the Bull isn't dead yet.
4: <laughs> yeah, I know. So he could be ratting me out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
6: but only uh, that oh, uh, Johnny, boy, he's been gone for a while, I got to admit. Oh, yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah boy, oh, boy. <laughs> Did you guys no kind of talking about, to, know, to, to 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 divert the conversation a little bit on to onto the Teflon Don? Did you see the crowds that were cheering him when he got acquitted from his trial? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I know. Yeah, I sure oh. did. They had
6: fireworks oh. displays
3: celebrating it. Oh yeah. Oh my God! I wanted, to, I wanted to smack each and every single one of those guineas.
0: Jeez,
3: <laughs> Jesus. I was Jesus happy
4: goodness. in a way though. I was happy, you know, because you know you beat the system, you know. And plus, I was, you know, like a little wild son of a gun. I was like, hey, look, you know, because he figured I thought they were going to gun him down and kill him, you know. I thought that was going to be the event. That's why they let him go. Uh, that's what I thought, you know.
6: It was well, a it was a pyrrhic victory there, Joe. he rubbed
4: in face. of face.
6: It was a pyrrhic victory. It led to his ultimate conviction.
4: Yeah, yeah. He rubbed it in their face. You know, he he wasn't quiet. Yeah, he I wasn't know. like the old school. He was a big mouth, you know?
6: That's right. He wasn't He wasn't like Paul Costello uh, or them other big Costolano. mob bosses kind of laid back in the shadows. Yeah,
0: Kyle You God know, Blano, Vito God
6: Genovese. Blano. And them guys, them oh, guys yeah. would never have acted like John Gotti did.
4: No, 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 no. You know, and he basically brought the mafia down, basically. He exposed all their money-banking rackets, I mean, because that's Sammy the Bull. When Sammy the Bull ratted, he told on everything. I'm talking about everything, right down to the garbage pickups, you know. <laughs> it was bad.
6: Yeah. I know, man. That's what I always said. Lay back in the cut. Don't act out there in public. That the old-time <laughs> yep. mafia bosses were just appalled at John Gotti's behavior.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you they beat right. each other up. They beat each other up. That was the problem. It was, it was it. You know, they killed each other. You know, I mean, they didn't hurt innocent people. If you got killed by them, you were a part of the racket. You know, you were involved. They didn't go after innocent people. You know, so it was, it was, <laughs> it was. They just beat each other up, and nobody could right. trust anybody. It was playing to paranoia. You know, you never knew who was going to get clipped. I mean, it was crazy. Of
3: course not. How you, you can't lie with thieves. You can't lie down with thieves and not come back up with, uh, with fleas. If you're going yeah. to be just, uh, engaging with dishonest um, people and um, illegal and dishonest activities, you can't trust them. I was watching some uh, some documentaries a little while back, and and you talk about being clipped. They whacked each other out like it was nothing. If you if you were yeah. sus- uh, if they suspected that you were a rat. You know, you yeah. were gone. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Yep. And, yeah. you know, it may, they may not have touched the kids and the wives, but the husbands were fair game. Oh, and yeah, the yeah. Was going started. to have so cold. But you, you got
6: to remember, though, uh, oh. when it comes to the winner, they would go after innocent people. I mean, they did have extortion and protection
3: rackets. I, yeah, I was getting And people who didn't pony up yeah.
6: did get a little bit of grief when they didn't pony up their share of the protection racket. That's right.
3: They had well, the production yeah. rackets, and they and, and they were walking through a store, and they would say, "Hey, you know what?" <laughs> I think that, um, you know, you might have some problems here in this neighborhood. I think well, no, what we they should, would do uh, is you know
4: like, this was the classic way Yeah, you got a nice
6: little business there. It would be a shame if anything happened to it.
4: <laughs> well, no, This what they would yeah. do is they'd have, what they would do is, is like, for instance, just say you own a bake shop or something. They'd smash the windows out in the front, right? And then, you know, then they'd wait about a week and they smash them out again, okay? They'd wait another week. Now the insurance company's going to drop you now, okay? Because, you know, because they two, three year high risk. Now they walk in there with their guys and they say, you know, we will offer security for the neighborhood. We can make sure these, we will catch these kids that are doing it. You know, it's two hundred and fifty dollars a month, you know. And you know, the guy, nah, no, nah, no, nah, I'll take care of myself, okay. And they just keep you know, the next thing you know you have a fire. Yeah, and then they make you, know, you know, so yeah. Yeah, and that's how they do it. <laughs> the guys got no choice but to pay, you know?
3: uh uh-huh. hmm and when great, you hear great. uh uh when you hear Sammy the Bull's story about why he went rat, um, it kinda makes sense. I mean Gotti turned his back on him. And uh yeah. you couldn't have a more loyal soldier than uh, you know, than Gravano. And yeah. here Gotti yeah, is, uh, is thinking you know, is thinking he's so high up in the um in the atmosphere that um, all the people that you know, that helped get him there weren't worth anything anymore. So uh Look, look let me got, tell
6: you one thing about the mob guys though. Despite that protection racket Look, I used to work near Little Italy in Chicago. They kept street crime in Little Italy to a minimum. I'm talking they might people might have had to pony up for the protection, but when it came to street crime, being mugged and whatnot, then people in Little Italy didn't have too much to worry about.
3: Yeah. That's that's I so pu- too I pulled over, normal. I pull
6: what? over, uh... Anthony, what's his name? Ant Anthony, what, what the hell is that guy's name? We the got the the, the the guy um, in the casino movie. He played by Joe Pesci. His real name was Anthony. Uh, what, can't I can't remember his name now. It, it, it oh, Ant, He was really, little, little, little strong little bastard with an enormous head, and uh, he was one of the biggest killers the mob ever saw. And I remember playing so the movie one huh? time. He was very courteous. I mean, he was very nice. He was very civil. He said, "You know, officer, I gave." He said, "You know, you ran a stop sign, there, sir." And he said, "Yeah, I'm sorry." Showed me his registration. Showed me his license. I recognized him right away. I said, "Oh, Jesus Christ! I got a mobster here." <laughs> but, he didn't, he didn't, but he didn't give me. But he didn't give me. He didn't give me no grief. He did everything I told him, and I just gave him a warning and let him go on his way.
4: So you were shaking. You were shaking. Sorry, get on oh man. What
6: am I going to do? Not, not, not really. I said to myself, well, if, I, if I'm going to write this guy, because look, he did a slow roll to the stop sign, right? It wasn't like he, you know, put anybody in jeopardy. He did a slow roll to the stop sign. And I just want to check him out and make sure he was legit, had all his license and all that stuff. Since it was a violation, If he's okay, he's got his license, got his registration, got his insurance, I'm going to let him go on his way there. I had already made that conclusion before I went up to the window, I just want to make sure it was legit and not drunk or something. And it oh man, get it, 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 this motherfucker. I know this guy. <laughs> He's up there being arraigned. He's being arraigned in the federal building right now. <laughs> and I don't, I don't, they, had, they had associated him with at least six murders, and that's the ones they knew
4: about. Yeah. Yeah, oh, you your picture was Frank getting taken like a thousand times, right as you were
0: going up to the car, cheat, 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 was this guy, this guy, <laughs> <laughs> No, but it he was very polite and very civil.
6: and now most of them guys are like that when it comes to the cops. They don't want to give cops any grief other than, like, if they're coming out of a hit, and they're running to you while they're coming out of a hit, then they're going to take you now,
4: out. Hey, Sarge, you ever they know will any take any cops you out. That were on the take? You ever know any cops that were on the take?
6: Oh, yeah, yeah, I had a really good friend of mine who was on the take. He's doing time right now in
3: a, in a federal detention. Uh, wow. <laughs> yeah. You know what, Sarge? I've imagined that the reason why you became a state trooper was because you didn't want to go through the, the rituals, you know, of being a, um, a regular cop. In other words, cops, <laughs> they only want other cops who, who can be bored. And I figured you wanted to be a state trooper because you didn't want to be somebody who joined the police force and then had to quit because you knew everybody on the force was going to be corrupt or was corrupt. Now, see, now, you know, you're
6: figuring me out, Joe. And you know why I did it? Because, see, you've got to remember, the political machine in Chicago was entrenched. It had been democratic since 1954. One thing about the state police, you get a shakeup in leadership. Republicans have it for a mm-hmm. while. Democrats have it for a while. It gets shook up. It doesn't get entrenched. And, 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 and there was not that kind of endemic uh, legacy-type corruption that you might have in Chicago or even Cook County, you know?
3: Well, you had right. And you're right, you and you're daddy right, daddy right about home. that. You're absolutely you right. I did consider that. I really did. <laughs> yeah, Well, wow. I mean, that's what I figured. I mean, look. Um, to be a to be a trooper for as long as you were, instead of uh, going for a gold badge, I figured there had to be a damn good reason.
6: <laughs> well, see, it's like this here. You know, like, corruption is more likely when political parties get entrenched. Especially Democrats, but yes, it happens with Republicans, too. But especially Democrats, because they really have a culture of corruption, unlike, that's not quite the same as the Republican Party is. And in Chicago, it's all Democrat all the time. So well, the like corruption said, in the Chicago Police Department and the Chicago government generally is just thoroughly entrenched
3: yeah. for decades. You had, right, you had Daley, you had Capone, um, and then you had, um, oh, my brain. Oh, okay, we'll come to me. Um, yes, Lucky uh, Luciano. No, nah, he wasn't from Chicago. I'm thinking about. No, 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 no. He was
6: New York. He's a New York guy. Yeah,
3: yeah. Huh. Um, it was, it was, it was, it was a guy. You had Anton guy, Anton
6: Sumac, a... I think you're thinking of Anton Cermak
3: No, nah, he was the nah, guy that got uh, guy.
6: assassinated. He got assassinated when, when he was with Roosevelt in Florida. And an assassin came up. They don't know if he was shooting at Cermak or Roosevelt, but he shot
3: and didn't hit Roosevelt and hit Cermak. He was a, a Democrat mm. mayor
6: in Chicago, too.
3: Not I'm thinking of the guy that um, had a reason to kill JFK uh, because Bobby Kennedy um, broke his word to the guy. Uh, but, uh, what's the guy's name? Hey, it'll come to me. Oh, what? What, what, what? <laughs> <laughs> what
4: are you talking about, a politician? <laughs>
3: No, I'm talking about um, one of the uh, one of the gangsters in Chicago. Oh, 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 oh during okay. in the '60s, during the '60s. Talking about oh,
6: Sam Giancana. Hey,
3: there, Sam. Connor, yeah,
6: yeah, Sam Giancana. That's the guy. He lived in Little yeah. Italy too.
4: Never heard of him. Mm-hmm. Never heard oh, of him. Giancana was
6: Momo. Sam Momo no. Giancana, man, he was a. He was a big guy in the Chicago mob, man. He's like number two in the Chicago mob.
4: never heard of him Wow <laughs> never heard of him um, I he knew got hit.
6: he got hit. he got he got hit in his house in Chicago, right in little Italy.
3: in his house, I didn't know that
6: yeah, in his house yeah, he yeah. got knocked off. That's against the rules.
3: You don't fucking do <laughs> that,.
6: Yeah. Well, his family wasn't there, so I guess they thought it was within the rules.
3: Oh,
4: shit. Wow. Check the rule book here. <laughs> yeah, check the rule book, man. That's my rule book.
6: They do have rules. They do have, at least in the old days, they did have a code. They pretty much stuck to That's why they yeah, called hmm. it organized crime because it was fairly well organized.
3: Yeah. Yeah, but that thing about, you know, all the neighborhoods in which they had, you know, a, a real um, uh, couple presence. Just because they had no street crime and they didn't have, uh, you know, and then the women could walk down the street without being mugged and all that, that's still a high price to pay to have these people stay in your neighborhood and um, flaunt their their activities in front of the cops and in front of the neighborhood. The
6: the economic price they brought to goods and services in the community was a huge inflationary uh, push. They really caused prices to be inflated. What are you talking about contractors? What are you talking about grocery store prices? What are you talking about uh, 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 bids on Chicago street work and the infrastructure? It didn't matter what it was. The mob made you pay it. Ta- Everybody had to pay the mob tax in Chicago.
3: There you go. And if you're talking about the inflationary process the more that they would collect from the little guys right the little guys would have to increase the prices then that would mean if the mob knew that they were making more of a profit hey hey uh, luigi you know you got to give him a little bit more you know what i mean <laughs> uh, yeah
4: you got to keep yeah.
3: upstairs you know <laughs> huh. Man, I'm telling you, you talk about corruption and, co- and government, and then and then corruption uh, because the the immigrants that came over here from Ireland and from Italy, Jesus, they freaking Jesus. Yeah. But man, well, you I, talk I, about I, a like corrupt
6: you. ass mayor. You know who Big Bill Thompson was, don't you? Capone almost him? wholly owned Big Bill Thompson, William Thompson.
3: I've heard of him. I don't yeah. know much about. He was
6: him. probably the most. He was probably the most corrupt mayor in the pocket
3: of the mob Chicago ever had. Huh. Like I say, I don't know anything about him. Um, but since you're an aficionado of, um, of history, especially when it comes to crime and war, Sarge, what about Huey Long and Louisiana? Uh, were they mob-connected, or was it just Huey Long, who was just a, a bastard?
6: Huey Long was a socialist more so than m- mobbed up, but he had...
3: Yeah, you know, oh, okay. he, he had, yeah, you know, you know the,
6: the mob was fairly extensive in Louisiana and that area of the South. So he had to deal with uh, uh, it in, in some political aspect.
0: Uh-huh.
6: But he was, Huey Long uh-huh. was a socialist. A dying world socialist, man. That's that's for sure. Huey Long was uh-huh. man. You know, chicken in every pot. Oh man, he was. The government provides the chicken in the pot. But he was a character. Well, was man. The you boss- ever heard his speeches? You ever heard him any of his speeches? No. Uh-uh. You ought to go on the web and watch him in some of long speeches, man. He was a he was a real charismatic speaker. Was he? Yeah. And uh-huh. was almost, and he was almost a, a populist communist.
3: Oh, okay. Because of the impression that I got of him was that he was a... Um, you know he he was a bumbler you know he was like the barge Crawford uh, uh, uh he was a good. smart
6: cookie man no gone, they, oh. yeah, a lot of people made fun of him sure because of his flamboyant speaking style but he was a smart oh, cookie yeah. don't you think he was stupid oh, okay. no no uh uh-uh. uh no sir
3: no sir all right because um, you know, I, I heard about him. I heard about him, you know, he was a country bumpkin, and people made fun of him because he was a country bumpkin. He rose to the top. Who knows? Who knows why and how? And now he's there, and all of a sudden, uh, Louisiana's turned into a cesspool. <laughs> you know. Well, yeah, he he got know. elected
6: governor, but he got impeached while he was governor. <laughs>
3: yeah. So I don't know. Uh, yeah, he did. He I got impeached.
6: I don't know. The oh, no, they, they, didn't, they didn't remove him at trial, but he did get impeached. Then he ran for the Senate, and he, and he became a senator-elect, and then he tried to run for president. Yeah. yeah. So he was in the Senate for about three or four years, and, you know, and he came out with that share the wealth program to redistribute wealth. He was a communist. I thought the guy was a closet communist. Ain't no two ways about it. And he got assassinated.
3: See, hmm. now I didn't know either I didn't know he got assassinated because I, uh, Yeah, and, and, in
6: 1935 uh, he got
3: assassinated Oh, okay Because I only know well, i tell you what, what we what missed a good across. show <laughs> We
4: missed a good show last night, man Block Talk Radio screwed up I had liberal Dan ready to come on here With all his liberal Oh, really? I, we was were was
6: looking forward, I was looking forward to that, man I really wanted uh, to look with that Oh, we had a guy. good
4: one lined up we had a good debate. Oh, I want to mix was... it up
3: with that guy so bad. Oh, I miss. Oh, um, I'm sorry I didn't do oh, up. That would have been a nice show. I would, you know. <laughs> I didn't know he was. Supposed I know. To reschedule I know. So now
4: we got rescheduled. Oh, yeah. I finally got to reschedule, little...
6: man. And the, the same topic about the Middle East and everything else. I'd love to mix it up with that guy. Yeah, mean, look, yeah. Here's the thing. It's like I said with Joe moderating, you give us a certain amount of time to answer minutes strictly speaking, hell, it go all right. They will, they will lose. When they can't filibuster it, they're going
3: to lose. Yeah, yeah. That's, like, that's yeah. exactly it. I do not like filibustering. I don't like meandering. I don't like rambling. Keep to the point. Bring your evidence with you. The best debate, the best debate to have is when two people are prepared with the same documents so that everybody can, uh, can know what the other one is talking about and give their rebuttals, you know? Or well, at least you agree on what
6: the damn topic is supposed to be. You yeah,
4: know? yeah, well, he's on tonight, liberal Dan. I will go over there, uh, watch him. We've been having it. I've been having it out with his chat room. Uh, they've been attacking me, but I mean, real something terrible. I mean, they want to be banned when from the show. Actually. On,
3: uh, when does
4: he come on, Joe? When does he on?
3: About uh, two, nine o'clock. He comes on. Nine o'clock. 20, I You know, I thought about calling into his show. But they are so
6: liberal over there. I mean they shut me down in a heartbeat, so I ain't going to bother. No,
3: they'll let you speak, Well, Sarge. you know don't what, Sarge. You, you know what? Hey, Sarge, Joe, if all of us go over there at 9 o'clock, he's got to pick up one of us, right? Yeah. And then you yeah. the yeah, shut does us down, down real quick. Yeah, on, does, the one he does pick up will say, hey, I've got two friends of mine. Uh, their numbers are. Yeah, you know, yeah, 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 let's
4: do it. Yeah, let's do it, yeah okay I, I agree, let's do it we'll we'll we'll
3: crash the show <laughs> well, well, i I've, I've never been on the show before, but um I don't know you've i think you've said he's he's, i mean he's kind of a civilized type of liberal, so oh yeah you know. yeah yeah no no
4: think, yeah yeah, he's okay, yeah, yeah, he's okay, you know he's, uh, so what you know, are you uh, saying that if we if we if we come up there with
6: some ideas that he really despises, you're saying that he won't this shut us down when he has no effective rejoining. No,
4: Sarge. We all go over there and just stay on topic and debate him. He'll have he'll us on, you know. You so will go over there. Yes,
3: yeah, Sarge. You're
4: a civilized
3: debater. Joe, when you don't get pissed off, you're a civilized caller. <laughs> What's I'm that a, supposed <laughs> to
0: mean?
3: I'm a, What's I'm that a supposed really to civilized mean? caller <laughs> when you don't get pissed well, off.
0: Why? What happened? <laughs>
3: Oh, oh well, yeah, what? you know, what happened? What happened? Yeah. <laughs> well, come on, give me some examples here, Joe. <laughs> uh uh. <laughs> hey, what like Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> but about about Joe, show, I got I you, like I said, I got you set up for Friday at 7 to come on yep. because you were incarcerated. You spent time in in, um, in solitary if you want to come on. And you can yeah, talk about it because what I'm... What I'm going to try to do with these people is unify them because they have an idea and they believe that writing to their congressmen actually works. And they have authors who have done the, uh, you know, who have written the books about their incarceration. Some of them have been honest um, incarcer- incarcerations, others have been innocent people. So I'm yep. going to try to organize these people and see what uh, we can do. And you, uh, right. being a uh, former DEA agent, a person who has uh, been yeah. there firsthand. Yo, you're, you're more than welcome to join, Sarge, because you're a cop. You're more than welcome to join. Anybody else is more welcome to join. Just keep Darth if Vader you with time. you. Keep
4: Darth Vader home. Keep Darth Vader home, Sarge. <laughs> 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 okay.
3: you know, having background you know. breathing, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. That. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and the thing, yeah I, I've been hearing him. The thing is, is that also at 9 o'clock will be um, a Roberts show, and that's when um, a surprise for you, Sally, and Lorianne will be revealed. Oh, wow. Oh, all three of us are getting a surprise. Okay. That's right. Uh, oh, all right. And all three of you okay. should like it. I have, And I've teased each one of you, and I haven't told any, uh, any of you what it's about. I have no clue. What you're talking about? <laughs> I don't have a clue. <laughs> well, you'll find out. you you find it. you go to the show anyway, so it's not a problem. Sally doesn't go to the show, so she's going to have to make a little effort to go. She says she'll probably show up. Laurie Ann's going to be the co-host, so she'll be there. And haven't okay. no told any of you what the surprise is. And you'll like it if you accept it. And if you don't accept it, it's no sweat. Oh it's, there, oh, it's got, oh, it's an offer. It's an <laughs> offer. <laughs> All right.
4: Okay. Hey, I don't say anything, you know? I'm up. To, I'm game for anything, man, you know. I'm game and for anything. As long to as reason reason why you're left
3: out. I will, if you show up on Friday, you'll find out the reason why you're left out. You're left out on purpose for a particular reason. Oh, really? <laughs> okay. Now,
6: now yeah. I'm really interested in signing up. Yeah, what
4: this now all you about. got me really peaked. Yeah, wow. Yeah, <laughs> let me check it out.
0: All
4: right, interesting, all
0: right.
3: <laughs> so, my will be... Robert will be disclosing what it is. If, if not, if he doesn't want to, if you want me to do it, then I'll do it. And um, you know, and you 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 were thought of to be included, Sarge. But uh, at this particular time, you may still be included if you say, you know what, it sounds like a good idea for them. It may be a good idea for me. Okay. Okay. Cool.
4: I'll check it out. See what's up. Wait, we're not jumping out of the helicopter or anything, right?
3: <laughs> only, no, only a power glider. <laughs> power glider. No. Oh God! We no. like Hamas there coming flying in, Ring on the car car motor, <laughs> car flyer.
4: No, you guys,
3: <laughs> uh, you guys will like it. It's um, I don't want to give ah. any uh, any of it away. I like it. but I don't. I understand. I don't think I should. <laughs> You know, All right, some your thoughts not, here
4: so we can get ready to go over to Liberal Dan there? Liberal Dan, Liberal Dan. you got to catch him on YouTube, and then he's got a phone number on Blog Talk that you can call in. He's got a YouTube channel. You, go on, you can catch him on YouTube. He, he should be there. And uh, and then he's got the phone number for his Blog Talk on there. I don't I forgot what the number is.
3: You just gave me another idea, John, which I'll talk what, about uh, on Friday. Okay. Okay. Good, 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 good. You you just inspired the idea. Okay,
4: cool. All right. Well, you know, campaign you know, my filing is in December, just the first week of December. I already started campaigning, putting signs out and everything. So, uh I already got my mail drive going. I mailed out fifteen hundred uh letters to my registered voters in uh my county here. Uh uh to only to the Republicans. Registered Republicans. Uh, so uh, the campaigning is campaign is under Underway officially, so uh, it's underway, we're kicking yeah. it off here. Okay. Yeah, I, gotta it, I got to get a campaign. Excuse What's that, Go ahead, Joe. Uh, I want to get somebody working on the campaign. I want to get like a campaign somebody a manager or something where you know I get somebody that can do it, you know, where they can work the phones, maybe set up some meetings or maybe even a debate with this guy, you know, uh you know, it doesn't have to be anybody local, you know. I'm thinking I was thinking about asking Lorianne, actually if he'd be interested. I mean, pay her. Hey, you know, uh, Joe, want,
6: Joe, I I uh, Joe, want. I see that Liberal Dan on YouTube has got a show called Liberal Dan Radio calling in to Gibson Media 10 10 2023. 20, he couldn't have got a hold of you yesterday cuz you couldn't come on.
4: No, I know. I know. He lined it up. He lined it, I know. So he did a little something on the side, you know. So yeah, but, he didn't get a hold uh, of you. Okay. Him.
6: Well, that's what he calls the title of the show on YouTube.
4: Calling yeah, in to yeah, Gibson
6: yeah. Media on
3: yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday, yeah. So yesterday and yesterday well, was the what, was yesterday the and then everybody Yeah, BTR's been fucked up for the last, not today, but Monday and Tuesday. Not just yesterday, Monday, too.
4: Man, that's tough, huh? Man.
3: Oh, yeah. So,
4: uh, anyway. All right, closing thoughts, guys. Give me some closing thoughts. Give me a lecture, a speech, or something, man. Do something.
6: Well, not a lecture, but I'm just saying the situation in Israel, I think, uh, many people's opinions are founded on historical distortions, outright lies, and uh, agenda driven opinion. And I think what is important is to again restore the actual history of how things came to be. And you might want to look at things in a slightly different light.
0: Okay. Joe?
2: I kind of agree with uh, Helen Thomas. I need to go back to Germany. <laughs> All right.
4: All right. Okay. Uh, Joe?
3: I'm just ready to go over to Libble Dan and have the three of us there pop in and he's gonna have to pick up one of us who probably recognize your number, Joe. He may not recognize yeah, Sarge. Yeah. I guess Sarge was calling in a Skype or on the on uh, the block. I've never I've uh, never a- called into a show. Uh, uh, yeah, not. yeah, you'll yeah. You have to go to the, the, the chat home.
4: room, Sergeant. Said, tell him that you're because he won't take watch numbers unless you tell him who it is. So he thought he picks you up first. But if he picks me up first, I'll tell him it's you. Uh, as far as my closing thoughts go, uh, listen, the Israel situation over there. Listen, there's American citizens that have been captured over there and murdered. American citizens. You touch an American, that, oh, I take true. that very seriously. Yeah. You know, I take that yeah. very, very to heart um american blood so once you touch an american citizen me as somebody who's running for political office also that would be my policy any stand. you hurt an american over abroad yet it's war you know you you get wiped out period end of story you will pay you know nobody walks forget to get out of jail free card when you hurt an american citizen abroad uh you know any type of terrorist act so um you know, anyone who wants to hurt women and children and behead women and children—that—that uh, that is not an act of war. That's an act of cowardness, and it's disgusting, and it deserves no respect on the battlefield at all, at all. So uh, there's no deals with the devil on this one. So they need to be annihilated, wiped out, and forgotten about. So uh, this has got to be done. Uh, that's how I see it when it came to the women and children. That's, it just American, it, all, of them, all of it bad. American citizen, women, and children. All three, right? There are three strikes, you're out. I mean, it, it's just uh, war crimes that are unspeakable. But uh, So we've got to pray for the safety. And, of course, we all want peace. We don't want any, anybody to be hurt. You know, it's human life. You know, human life. We don't want to pick sides, but unfortunately, we have to. So, uh, you know, I pick the side always of human life. But uh, in this type, of, like I said, in this type of situation or scenario, uh, I'm sorry, Hamas has got to go. You know. But uh, other than that, you know, over here in America, God bless the Republic. Thanks, Sarge. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, Pianki. Thanks, uh, Tave. Uh, as usual. So uh, we'll continue on and keep up the battle. Keep up the good fight, guys. Be safe out there. God bless the Republic. I'll play a little something here at the end. I don't know. Play a little maybe Beethoven. I don't know. (laughs) Beethoven. I don't know. All right. Pull this one.
5: All you ever hear about in this country is our differences. That's all the media and the politicians are ever talking about, the things that separate us, things that make us different from one another. That's the way the ruling class operates in any society. They try to divide the rest of the people. They keep the lower and the middle classes fighting with each other so that they, the rich, can run off with all the fucking money. Fairly simple thing happens to work you know anything different that's what they're going to talk about race religion ethnic and national background jobs income education social status sexuality anything you can do keep us fighting with each other so that they can keep going to the bank you know how i describe the economic and social classes in this country the upper class keeps all of the money pays none of the taxes the middle class pays all of the taxes does all of the work the poor are there just to scare the shit out of the middle class.
1: them showing up at those jobs. They're all the same. I'll show you politics in America. Here it is, right here. I think the puppet on the right shares my beliefs. I think the puppet on the left is more to my liking. Hey, wait a minute. There's one guy holding up both puppets. Shut up. Go back to bed, America. Your government is in control. I had this feeling, man, because you know there's a handful of people actually run everything. That's true. It's provable. It's not a fucking, I'm not a conspiracy nut. It's provable. Handful, very small elite running on these corporations, which include the mainstream media. I had this feeling Who's was ever elected president like Clinton was. No matter what your promises you promise on the campaign trail, blah, blah, blah. When you win, you go into this smoky room with the 12 industrialist, capitalist scumfucks who got you in there. And you're in this smoky room in this little, uh, Uh, film uh, screen comes down and a big guy in a cigar rolled a film and it's a shot of the Kennedy assassination from an angle you've never seen before (laughs) that looks suspiciously off uh, the grassy knoll and then the film the screen goes up and the lights come up and they go to the new president any questions? Uh, just what my agenda is (laughs) First we bomb Baghdad. You got it.
9: The man who on top of the towers For he was the beast As he hatches new plans to gain power Keep warm for survival and the snow fell and defeated the beast's only rival. They took the old roads that Napoleon had taken before. They fought us the forces of light against the darkness. The cold flowers. The next day they were freezing to death in the snow and the ice cold showers. And the snow fell, covering the dreams and ideals. And the snow fell, freezing the blood and the wheels. And the snow fell. They had to keep warm for. Was the pain of defeat? Many people who had hailed them once now turned. The borders of your fatherland Now enemies came Traitors everywhere at hand Many people who had fought and died Knowing that they had to win Well yet still it sickens my heart To see the picture of the red flag In Berlin and the snow survival, and the snow fell, and defeated the beast's only rival, and defeated the beast's only rival, and defeated the beast's only rival.
5: Let me make this an absolute fact. The goal is world peace. That must be our prime responsibility. We are the leader of the free world whether we want to be or not. And therefore, we are the only ones that can preserve the peace. And to do that, we must have strength. Meeting this mission and its responsibility for preserving the peace, which I believe is a responsibility peculiar to our country, that we cannot shirk our responsibility as a leader.